loves, welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire, where we talk to guests about what sets their souls on fire. And honestly, we just have deep life chats that take us in whatever direction the conversation feels like going. So that's definitely what we did today with the beautiful Jeanette Ogden of Shut the Kale Up. She's a returning guest on the show. She was actually my 15th guest overall, which aired on January 25th, 2017. So that's pretty crazy to look at because just exactly two years and two weeks later, we sat down to have this conversation where you guys are going to learn so much about her. She's so fabulous. And I feel like you guys already know that. So if you don't follow Jeanette on Instagram, she shut the kale up. So you should definitely follow her there. And I truly believe what makes Jeanette so interesting and sets her apart from a lot of other Instagram influencers is that she shares from a place of deep love in her heart and she's very real. That's honestly the best word that I can use to describe her. She lets you into her heart and to her family's life and just shares from a place that I think everybody can relate to, even if they haven't been through exactly what she's talking about. She just shares from a place of reality, which is very rare on Instagram these days, but you can definitely find some incredible people out there, Jeanette being one of them. And I'm excited for you guys to listen to this conversation. If you want to learn more about her early life and some things that she's overcome in her family and her inspiration to start Shut the Kale Up. You can listen to her first episode on this show, episode 15. Just head back in iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening and you can listen there um, because today is much more of a catch-up episode. When I have people back on the show for a second time or a third time, we just talk and hang and we answered a lot of questions from you guys that you sent in on Instagram. So I hope that if you sent one in, you got your question answered and that's awesome because I really just want us all to feel like we're hanging out because we are and that's what makes this community so special. So as promised in this conversation with Jeanette, I looked up her birth chart. She gave me her info after she left and she is a Virgo sun, which she knew, very grounded, very, I mean, Virgos can be very hard-headed, grounded, so many amazing things. And she is an Aquarius moon, which I love. I love everything Aquarius so much. And she's a Virgo rising. So she's a double Virgo. That definitely accounts for a lot of her grounded nature, earthiness, all that good stuff. And as we discussed in the conversation, she's a manifesting generator, human design, which should not be that shocking to people who have seen what she has manifested and created in her life. So I really hope you love this conversation and feel like you are just here hanging out with us with Jeanette, myself, AJ, and Hudson, because AJ and Hudson were off hanging out while we were having this conversation. And I did want to remind you guys that if you're inspired to rate and review the show in iTunes, I'm sending out my Soul on Fire yoga ebook, 400 pages of yoga flow, Sanskrit glossary, 
my yoga journey and so much more as a free gift to everyone who rates and reviews the show. So send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com if you're able to rate and review and I will send you that Soul on Fire yoga ebook. Very excited for you guys to check it out if you haven't already. And also wanted to let you know you can join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook to keep the conversation going if you want to hang out and talk about the episodes and meet friends from all over the world. Um, People in our group have meetups in different cities and have made friends and some have even started podcasts together. So that always makes me really happy. So head over there to join on Facebook, Soul on Fire Podcast Tribe. And before we dive into this episode with Jeanette, I wanted to thank our brand new sponsor, which I'm so excited to share. I love discovering new brands and sharing them with you guys, especially when I feel like they're cutting edge and doing something really different than a lot of other brands are doing. And I can definitely say that about this brand. This brand is Gem Daily Essentials for Women. So this is a real food vitamin. Basically, like imagine a multivitamin but it's food and it's not only food. It's made of 13 real ingredients from quinoa to chlorella to red algae to chickpeas to spirulina. The list goes on. Ashwagandha, mushrooms, chia seeds, basically things that I try to eat every day all the time anyway, but in one little bite that you pop into your mouth instead of taking a vitamin. So First, before I get deeper into it, I want to tell you about the offer that they have for our tribe. You can go to dailygem.co slash balanced blonde and use the code balanced blonde for 50% off the first month of your subscription. So they also have free shipping. So it's an extra good deal. And that's dailygem as in gemstone gem.co slash balanced blonde so a little more about them they're all vegan gluten-free soy-free corn-free sustainably sourced made in the usa algae powered since they're vegan and have absolutely nothing synthetic no fillers no colorants they believe wholeheartedly in plant-based ingredients mostly algae very minimally processed completely whole foods. Everything is ethically and sustainably sourced. Everything's organic and non-GMO whenever possible. And they're the only soy, corn, wheat, and animal-free daily essential that you can take. So I feel like the thing that a lot of people don't know is that so many women are lacking certain nutrients in their diet and the absorption of certain nutrients in their body. So That's why I believe in taking vitamins and supplements and minerals, especially after suffering with my own health and realizing that I was deficient in so many things. So I've been taking this Daily Gem Real Food Bite now for, I want to say two weeks and I've noticed having more energy. My skin has been really radiating. My stress has been low. And that's also just a lifestyle thing. I mean, I feel like this company would be the first to say there's no one size fits all pill or vitamin that's going to completely make you happy and balanced and energized and radiating from the inside out but it's a lifestyle thing and this is such a great thing that you can add into your lifestyle to live 
your healthiest, most nutrient-dense life. So go to dailygem.co slash balancedblonde to try it out and use that code balancedblonde for 50% off. I know you guys will enjoy it. It tastes delicious and it is so good for you. So without further ado, thank you, Gem, for sponsoring the show. Let's dive into this episode with Jeanette. All right, Jeanette, I'm so happy that you're here. Hello. Hi. So we had you on the show two years ago. I can't believe time has flown by. Can you believe? Gosh, time goes so fast. So you were about, I want to say like the 10th guest on the show. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Something like that, 10th or 12th. We can find out and put it in the show notes. So you have a lot of life updates for us. So many things have happened in the last couple of years. So before we get into the questions, give us a brief update on where your life has taken you in the last two years. Gosh, it's so crazy. I feel like two years ago, we were living in our little spot that AJ and I first moved into when we got married and we had Elliot. He was about one. Yeah, I he remember, was little. Yeah, I remember I was sitting on in on our living room and just talking to you through the computer. Yeah, we were FaceTiming. Skype. Yeah. And so much has changed. I'm now pregnant with our second. So exciting. And he's a boy. So excited. Feel, feel, I feel so blessed to be able to carry another little healthy boy. Literally just left the doctor's office and, you know, did that whole thing. But I'm yes. grateful he's thriving. And so that's happened. We've moved to a bigger space. But I will say I miss our little spot so much. I, I know at that time of our lives, we were just wanting a bigger place because uh, our second bedroom was downstairs and that was Elliot's room, but we never had the heart to like put him down there because it got really cold. Mm -hmm. And we did everything upstairs, like our living room and kitchen and our bedroom was up there. Luckily we co-slept for very long. So he was totally good, but we needed an extra room and we moved to a bigger place. We're super grateful for it, but we're definitely ready to move back to our old little city where all of our friends are, and communities at. Yeah. So you were living in what? Costa Mesa. Of, so Costa Mesa, and then you moved to? Irvine. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see. We're moving back to Costa Mesa. That we makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's your community. Totally. Your friends. Yes. Everything's your... there. And yeah. sometimes it, you know, we drive a little bit more than we want to, and there's traffic on the freeway all the time. And uh, we take the toll roads a lot of the time and, you know, it just, it makes sense for us to be back. And we tried, I'm grateful we tried Irvine because we were going to buy, we wanted to buy in Irvine, but we thought, let's try it for a year, see how we like it. Luckily, we know now that we just want to be back. And I wish we can like pick up our home that we rent and drop it in Costa Mesa because it's so beautiful and we love it. But that's not going to happen. And we're trying to find something that suits us in Costa Mesa. But it's so hard. 
Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. And that's really good advice. I'm glad you said that about you're so glad that you didn't buy. Right. Just because maybe like the opportunity seemed right. I feel like it's always so smart to yeah. just try out the neighborhood first. Exactly. And see if it feels like a fit, especially so many different people who listen to this podcast are around our age and kind of in that flow of like, do I want to buy a place? Do I want to rent a place? Um, and the market's so damn high right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, crazy. It's so expensive. And we want to make sure that we love our place that we're at. And again, we did not like Irvine and we wanted to move there because it was a safer neighborhood, good schools, great playgrounds for Elliot. But man, there's no community there. I've only seen my neighbor through our little camera out front, our Nest Cam, Mm -hmm. and no one really talks there. And trust me, Elliot and I are out all the time. And when I try to start conversations, people are just very like, they keep to themselves and that's, that's okay. But I love being out and meeting new moms and friends and I'm very chatty. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. And especially when you're out and about with a toddler. Right. Like you want to make friends with the other mom. Exactly. And friends for your kids. Yes. I'm glad you guys have a community. We do. That you're going back We're so to. so grateful. And that you're still close to like oh, in proximity. Yeah. yeah. So expecting baby number two mm-hmm. is very exciting. And I just want to know more about that process. Like what did it feel like finding out? And what did it feel like finding out that you're having another boy? If oh you could gosh. tell us yes, about of course. this. So we had just came back from our family vacation in Hawaii that we were very fortunate to take. We were just enjoying it. And I was feeling a little off. I felt like my sleep wasn't like usual, like usual, you know, I I was having trouble sleeping and I thought maybe the time change, but I had insomnia and I haven't had insomnia for years. And then nipples started getting a little darker. I know that's a little graphic, but when you're pregnant, things things change, you know, and that's one thing I I, I was like, AJ, these looking a little darker than (laughs) usual. And he's like, yeah, kind of. And that kind of gave me a red flag. Also, I had just gotten my period back for just one month. Wow. And yeah, I 100% believe my acupuncturist got it back because my hormones are way off. I was still breastfeeding Elliot and I couldn't get my period back because of lack of body fat and also just hormones. Again, when you're breastfeeding a child for three years, it's like your body's like, okay, where are we going here? Yeah. So I only got one period and then I missed it. I was like a week late and I thought, okay, maybe it's gone. I don't know. Who knows? And when I got back home, we literally had a day because we came back from Hawaii one day. The next day we were leaving to New York on our honeymoon, or not honeymoon, on our anniversary trip. Oh, yeah. And I was there at the same time. Yeah, you guys remember that? We like yeah. missed each other. We totally did. At, like the same restaurants and things. I know. But I love that we were both there. I'm so bummed we didn't get to hang out. I know. Out. But the day in between, I took a test just to see. And mind you, I had taken tests before because I knew I was ovulating and there were, you know, we 
wanted another baby, but it always said negative. And I was, we were okay with that. We knew that our time was going to come. This time I knew for sure it would say negative, but I looked at it and like, it was so fast. Like it, the test was just like, boom, 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 positive. Oh, it was like, and yes, I was like, the yes. what? And I literally yelled. I was like, no way. And AJ was like, what happened in there? And he's like, wait a minute. No, are you serious? And I came out with the little test and he took it. And he's like, oh my gosh, we're having a baby. <laughs> That's so exciting. We were both very shocked. Yeah. But so surprised, like surprised and in a good way, you know, yeah. with, with Elliot, it was a little t- different <laughs> because he was definitely like, oh, what are we going to do? But, you know, we wanted a second and we, I, I feel like babies are such a blessing and most people, you know, don't get to do what I'm doing, you know, having two babies. And I really do think that that's such a, a blessing. It is. I'm so excited for yeah. you. And then Thank you. I know I asked you guys this when you got here, but what was it like <laughs> finding out that you're having another boy? I knew. I, I just knew. I mean, this baby's definitely different from Elliot, a hundred percent. I've I mean, the way I've I've felt with Elliot and with this little baby, we already have a name, so I don't want to say his name right. on accident. Right. But it's like night and day. I mean, with Elliot, I was still able to teach yoga like four times a day, five days a week. And whoa. Yeah. That is and, intense. Oh, first yeah. First of all. And I got, you know, my morning sickness went away at like nine, 10 weeks. I was feeling like super normal with this little baby. I was sick all day long. Morning sickness isn't just in the morning, by the way. It, it can be all day long. And that's what I had. It was all day for 13, 14 weeks. I, mean, I will say I started feeling better at like 12, 13 weeks, but it didn't fully go away till like 14. And that was a long, long time. And I just felt so sad because it, you know, when you're feeling ill, you don't think the same. You just think like, gosh, I'm stuck at home. I can't play with my toddler. And it almost feels selfish saying that because again, it's, it's a true miracle that women get to carry babies. But nonetheless, we were so excited. AJ thought we were having a girl, but I told him the odds are, you know, all boys because both both of our families families. are just boy dominant. Uh So I knew, and it was, it was so sweet. We did like a little reveal. It wasn't, anything like you see on Instagram or like, you know, the big Big. movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I love the way you guys did it. I saw your video. Thank you. Yeah. It was just my friend, Jenny, she really wanted us to have a reveal and Mm -hmm. we were all about it. And then we had Elliot and my mom and we didn't tell anyone else. Like it was just us. Oh my God. It was really sweet. So your friend handed Elliot the balloons. Is that how it went? Yeah. Yeah. And they were blue. Yeah. My, um, doctor, sent my friend Jenny a text saying what it what he or she was and yeah so fun yeah I loved watching that video and seeing both of your reactions (laughs) I didn't want to look I know (laughs) I bet I mean it's just such a defining moment of your life either way and either way yeah you win totally you're going to have two little boys. It's very exciting. I'm so excited. Elliot's such, he's going to be such a great big brother. Totally. Oh, he's so cute. So 
something. So switching gears a little bit. So when we spoke together on a panel a few weeks ago, something that you said really stuck with me, which was kind of how you run your Instagram account and your business and that you first consider yourself a stay-at-home mom who has an Instagram. And I love that because I feel like I feel like you don't have that like trying too hard type of vibe because that's literally not what you're doing. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't try at all. That's why sometimes, you know, business wise, <laughs> it gets a little difficult because, you know, you got to try, you got to do it. And right. I, it's not that I don't try. It's just my priorities are my, is my family, my boy home, you know, doing the things that I need to do as a wife and a mom and very, very present with Elliot, especially now that he's like older and he talks and we conversate and I just want him to grow up to be a thriving little boy, you know, that gets to go outside and plays and does things that stimulate his brain and things like that. Yeah. I love that. And I just have to say from like a business perspective, I think that's good. I think people really relate to you because you share your life and your photos are very much like in the moment. And yeah, I mean, my opinion on that is Instagram started to be like that, to be instant gram, like the photos of you living your life. Right. And you really have built a brand off of that in the moment authenticity and I think it really shines. Thank so you. I don't think you need to think about doing anything differently. Really. Thank you. I I actually can't stand the word authentic anymore because mm-hmm. I feel like it's just been Did I use that word just now? Uh, I mean not I'm not well, saying no, you, I know. But, I'm just wondering if it just um, yeah like authentically it's just I, I feel like so many people use it now on Instagram and I don't see that from a whole lot of people anymore. It's lost its meaning. It it has. And I'm not saying that I'm this authentic real human, but I don't I don't really follow, you know, the the trends and the things and this and that or what everyone else is talking about. I need to talk about it too because it's in. I just do what I do since the beginning when I first started Instagram. And yeah, it's it's how I share my life. And again, I've always said this, but if I'm not sharing it on Instagram, it's exactly how I'm living my life regardless. But I have the platform that, you know, these people have given me that I'm able to do that. And I just, I feel so grateful for it and I'm not going to bullshit them. You know, I'm going to be very honest and they're my friends or my community. And I don't want to like fall into the trap of Instagram's a weird world. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love personal connections. I love being able to like look at people's eyes and talk to them and conversate and not just be on my phone all day long. Mind you, I, I am an Instagrammer, you know, right. but I do my best to, I know when to get off of my phone. I know when to get on, you know, and I just think real relationships are what's, what's really all about. I agree. Yeah. It's so healthy to be able to yeah. know when to get off. Absolutely. And I think just a note to everybody listening, them hearing that from someone like you who has built a brand and a business 
on Instagram and you know when to get off and yeah. live your life and be present with the people in your life. Totally. I think that's very inspiring to everybody listening. Thank you. So I hope everyone can take a little nugget from that journey because I often hear influencers like quote unquote, because I don't like that oh gosh, word. Please, Speaking can, of I, words, can I finish your sentence? Yes, please. Digital detoxes. Oh my God. Yes, that. I mean, <laughs> all, all of it. Like I things start to lose their meaning. And, um, trust me, I know. Okay. That, but I also hear people saying on a totally different side of the coin than digital detoxes. I hear people saying, if you want to grow a business, like you have to be on social media constantly and like you have to do this and you have to do this. And I think you're a very clear example that that's not necessarily true. Yeah. So that's helpful. It's just everyone's different and everyone's voice is very different. And I I think a lot of the time on Instagram, you hear the same voice, but not the same face. I mean, there are multiple faces. I I don't know if I'm making any sense, but you just, you see one Instagram post, you see another and and you can't differentiate from like who is who. Right, right. So in that sense, it's like, okay, but what what are you passionate about? Not asking what the other person's passionate about, like, what are you really passionate about? You should talk about those things on Instagram. You should talk about the things that are going on in your life because you are unique. You are, you know, your own person and you don't necessarily have to talk about all these trends or you guys, I need to get off Instagram, like digital detox. Like that's for people who really, really struggle. And I get that, that, that people do struggle with that. I remember in the beginning, actually, I never really struggled with being on my phone all the time. I've always learned to be able to manage like being off, being on, you know, but now more than ever, I feel like I've been off and I don't, I don't really like care for detoxes. I I think it's, it should be a good balance and moderation in all things, not just your phone, food, relationships. It should really feel what, what feels natural to you. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't possibly agree more. Okay, let's talk about something that I am absolutely obsessed with. And I think a lot of you guys are too, as far as I know, and that is CBD. So CBD is something that I use for everything from sleep to anxiety, to anti-inflammatory, to a natural pain reliever. If I feel really anxious, I'll take some CBD. If I have pain, which I've had so much of lately, which we can talk about later, I use CBD and it helps so much. So today we have the amazing sponsor, Ned, and they are offering our audience quite the deal on all of their CBD products. And you can find them at helloned.com slash balanced and use the code balanced at checkout to get a nice big discount on all of their products, which range from CBD oils that I'm absolutely obsessed with for sleep to body butters, which is what I would recommend using if you have pain in a certain area in your body. I also have my dad use it for his arthritis that's gotten really bad. And the only thing that seems to help him is CBD. There's absolutely no THC in it, so you don't have to worry about getting high if that's not your thing. 
So it's really just CBD and MCT oil. So that's the oil. And then the body butters are made of amazing organic whole natural ingredients. And I think a lot of you know that my favorite, favorite, favorite thing about this company is that they speak loving words into their products while they're making them. So they infuse them with positive affirmations, happy vibes, and incredible other feelings so that when you receive this product, at your home, you feel all those good vibes as well. And I'm a huge believer in energy. So that's really important to me. There's absolutely nothing synthetic in this product, of course, because if there was, then it wouldn't be something that I was talking about. You guys know that you can always trust that my recommendations are completely natural, always organic, always kind people behind the company. That's really important to me and has been ever since I started blogging and podcasting six years ago. Holy crap. So go to helloned.com slash balanced and use the code balanced to get 15% off of your order and tell me what your favorite products are when you try. I think, I mean, I tried to do a digital detox when I was in the midst of being so sick, I was like, what can I do to eliminate a big part of my life, which is work, which is social media. I tried a digital detox and I can't even say I did one because it didn't really work for me because I just got the sense like I'm being too extreme with this by trying to take a month off of a month or two months or whatever off of something that I do every day. Instead of doing that, I would rather take, I would rather just hop on for like 10 minutes a day and check in and like do it when I feel inspired. So my digital detox, quote unquote, turned into more of like, oh, I'm figuring out how to have some balance with this and not letting it stress me out and not doing as many partnerships as I was doing and not feeling the need to respond to every single message and finding my own balance with it. So I'm totally with you. Detoxes of any kind yeah. are not always necessary. I for mean, me, at least, you know, because everyone's each different. Each person, right. totally. Everybody's different. So with your business, you're looking to expand this year off of Instagram and do yes. some different things. Tell us what you're up to. Well, nothing's set in stone, but I, like I was saying, that personal relationships are... It's something that I want to work towards and um, that being going around uh, a few of my favorite cities to have events and host Mm -hmm. things and, you know, be able to meet this community that has given me a voice. I really do feel like I owe it to, you know, my friends and to go out there and just meet, give them a hug and talk about all things and not just, Hey, you guys, you know, we're going to do ABC. No, let's talk about real life stuff. Let's all get together because so many of us struggle or have struggled. And, you know, we want to, I personally just want to get the love out and continue having community, but also creating relationships outside of just like, oh, it, well, I came to see Jeanette. No, now you get to meet other friends in the same community and you guys get to have more friends than you already did. And, 
you know, the people who follow me follow me for whatever reason, but they all have something in common and why they follow me. And I think it's really special when I host little events and friendships become, you know, available because it's like, oh, well, I follow her too. Let's talk. Like, so what are you doing? Where do you work? You know, little, I've seen that happen and it just makes me so happy. Gotten some DMs also where someone's watching my story. This girl actually messaged me not too long ago, but she's like, hey, I was looking at your stories at a bar while I was waiting for a friend. And this girl came behind me and was like, oh my gosh, I follow Shut the Kale Up too. That's such and they started talking. a cool story. It is. It, it literally warms my heart because sometimes I don't feel like anyone's listening or watching. And right. You know, it's really special when people have the time to like look through your stories, read your captions, even talk about me with their friends or family. Like that's, that's major to me. It is. I feel like that's something that no one else can like give you. And I find that to be really special. So I, again, I want to be able to go out there and create more communities within this community. So I want to do that. I also am going to be relaunching my blog and rebranding all that good stuff. So that way people have access to everything they usually ask about and um, to just make it easier on them. You know, I, I want to be able to help and explain everything I do and why I do it. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I really am. I love all of that. I think Thank you. the events is such a cool direction to move in. And like you said, it's the community. It brings right. people together and gives them new friendships. And I, yeah, that's absolutely. my favorite thing by far about blogging and podcasting and, and any of it is like the friendships that blossom because people... People don't always have like-minded friendships in their life. Right. And if you can be the catalyst of like two people who are interested in health and holistic healing and, and wellness and all of it, then it's very cool. Yeah. I really do think that too. So I'm excited for all the things this year. Yeah. It's going to be a big year for you. And you're due July. In July. Oh yeah. You said you're having most likely a cancer. A cancer, yeah. And you said AJ's a cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and I love cancers. I love cancers too. Cancers my are so a cancer. sweet. Like a lot of my favorite people mm-hmm. are cancers. When's your birthday? I'm a Virgo. Oh, you're a Virgo. True Virgo. You're very earthy. Yeah. And what else are components of Virgo? Grounding. OCD. I'm not as OCD as I used to be after having Elliot, to be mm-hmm. honest. And not organized. <laughs> I feel like AJ is very organized and I'm not anymore. Yeah. I used to be, but after having Elliot, it's just like, it's hard. okay, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah. Do you know like your moon sign and your rising sign? I don't. I Do you know what time into- you were born? Yes, I was born at 7.23 on a Thursday morning. Okay. So after we finish this, I'm going to look it up (laughs) and we'll find, because people who listen to this podcast, like myself, are super interested in moon signs, rising signs, human design. Have you heard of human design? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a manifester. Oh, you're a manifester. Oh, my God. I'm a mix. A manifester. And AJ, do you remember my other one? You'd be a manifesting generator. There we go. That's, that's exactly what that's it is. That's the only mix that exists. So there's five types. There's manifesting generator, manifester, generator, 
reflector and projector. So Elliot's a generator. Love it. Yeah. Wow. I know. Manifesting generator. I just did this with Lacey Phillips, actually. And you she did. asked me. Okay, yeah. of course. And so she looked it up. Yeah, yeah, of course. Lacey and I are similarly obsessed with human design. She's a projector. She's amazing. She's so amazing. So the fact that you're a manifesting generator means so much for like how you run your business and how you live your life. And you can manifest kind of like whatever you're passionate about and turn it into something really special for people. So you really are living your design. Yeah, I I feel like I am, mm-hmm. even though I didn't know what that was before. <laughs> exactly. I really do feel that way. There's I feel a lot. Very um, grateful for that. Yeah. I should have you talk to Jenna, who's like Lacey and myself's friend. She's been on this podcast multiple times. So people know, but she's a human design chart reader. And she could give you so oh much cool I, info. I'm, I'm so into that. Okay, I we'll set it that. up. She's coming to LA on Friday. I'm going to be gone like the whole time she's here, sadly. But you guys should definitely meet. Yeah. That just excites me. She can teach you so much about your That's design. So awesome. Learning about my human design has completely changed everything about my life. I'll have to tell you more about it when we're not doing this. But to continue on, because we have so many great questions for you from our Instagram community. So let's see what people wanted to hear. Yes. This was a really cool question, actually. What is the biggest misconception about you, if there, if there is one? You know, I, I don't think I have one. Misconception. I mean... Like if people follow you and assume something about you. I mean, people assume so many things. And... I'm okay with it. I remember someone saying that uh, a, a while ago that I was a terrible mom. Of course, mom shamers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know for what reason, but I was okay with it. I was like, okay, cool. You can assume that. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm the mom that God created me to be for Elliot because Elliot is just the sweetest soul. Uh, and and I'm not going to say I'm a, such a great mom because I know that I've, I wish I would have done things a little bit different in certain areas, but now I know. And how else am I supposed to learn? You know, I'm first time mom now carrying her second child. I, I, I know what I want to do this time around, or I have more of an idea, but like who really knows until you have the baby and you're able to go through those trials and, you know. Like, exactly. That's how one learns to grow and experience things. That is so true. Well, I love hearing that. If there are misconceptions about you, you're not very concerned about them, which is the best way to be, especially when you have a very public life. Yeah. Inviting in opinions and it's good just to stay stay unaffected. (laughs) Constructive criticism can be helpful. Yeah. um, Sometimes. Yeah. Another great question. What career would you choose if you were not a blogger? A teacher, 100%. Ooh. What what age range? Uh I've well, I went to school for child development for like a semester. I wanted to be a preschool or kindergarten teacher for I young kids. Totally I love see kids. That. 
I can totally, totally see that. Yeah. I just feel like teachers have the ability to shape and form, you know, these kids' minds into such positivity. And some kids don't have love and affection and, you know, parents who are available to them because they're, you know, they're working, they're working parents and they have busy schedules or whatnot. And when they go to school, you know, this, they look up to this person and I think it's so special. They, they hold a lot of responsibility. And I always thought that I could, I could be that person to, you know, a little boy or girl and give them just my love by being their teacher. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just having that conversation with a friend of mine who's a preschool teacher. And she was just saying how this bond develops that's so beyond yeah, anything else imagine. when they get older because you're like one of the few people in their life who they really, who you're just this total figure who they see every day, who yeah. teaches them things and takes care of them. Totally. So cool. I love that. How do you stay motivated to work out while pregnant? Man, this is this is a tough question because I am just that person that just goes, goes, goes. Uh, I because love it. You're a manifesting generator, exactly. Which is so <laughs> so nice that you have that. It's part of it's a part of me. I love waking up and going and moving my body, not for looks, but the way it forms my mind. For the, for the day. It, it helps me set the tone. It helps me to have energy. It makes me feel like myself. So pregnancy throws you a curveball, you know, and makes you not feel like yourself. And you obviously, you know, you're carrying this little baby. So you have to understand kind of certain days, just it doesn't happen. I won't go to the gym. Like this morning, I, um, Elliot crawled into bed like 4 a.m. And he was sleeping next to me and AJ was sleeping right next to him. And I was like, I'm not going to go. I'm just going to sleep in and hang out with my boys before I have to have a busy day up here in LA, you know? And it wasn't because, oh, I'm lazy or I'm unmotivated. It was because I wanted to just stay in bed with my boys. There are days where I don't feel motivated. And I think that those days are the days that I need to go and push my mind, you know, Mm -hmm. and there are days where I feel exhausted. And that's when I know that I need, my body just needs rest. But for the most part, I I love working out, especially at the gym I go to. It just, it really speaks to me on a different level, not just, oh, I'm lifting weights, I'm burning calories. It's Mm -hmm. definitely not about that anymore. Yeah. It's a stress reliever. Totally. Community. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. It's it's so much fun. And the community there is amazing. It's an incredible community. That's so cool. Yeah. So where is it for people who don't know? It's the 12 Movement and it's in Costa Mesa. Nice. Yeah. So is that still pretty close to where you are in Irvine? No. Oh, I, so you drive. I drive. Wow, that's dedication. It is. Yeah, I could easily walk outside and do things and, you know, but again, I have this instructor that I go to his classes and he teaches like a group setting type of class and he works in the army and just it has lived life, experienced lots of shit. Mm-hmm. So he, the things that he talks about, it's like, you're working out for your life. Like what if you got stuck in a car on an accident and you had to crawl out of there with your arms because your legs weren't moving? 
and you needed to get out of this car because it was going to explode or whatever. Like he talks wow. about those things. He's like, you need upper body strength. You need lower body strength, like things like that. And, you know, if shit hits the fan, you know, I want to make sure that I'm, I know what to do. My mind is mentally prepared for ABC. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. That takes working out to a whole new level. Exactly. And especially like I'm having another home birth. So mentally, I know I can do this and the pain is just for a little bit and it just helps me deal with that and get prepared for it. Absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you. I would love to try something like that. I mean, it sounds intense and it looks intense when you post about it, but (laughs) when I get, it's so fun. When I get back to a healthier place, I would love to come come with you. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. And it's for everyone. You take it at your own pace. Exactly. I'm pregnant, you know, like I have to modify and Mm -hmm. that's okay. I'm not embarrassed or ashamed. I feel stronger than ever. Um, Yeah. Feels great. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Speaking of home birth, people had questions about that. So you... Was Elliot Breach? He was. Okay. Your community knows you very well because that was part <laughs> of the question. So can you tell us the birth story? I know you've written about it. Yeah. To have it here. It's it's written. Well, it's a very long story, but just to, brief. to, shor- to shorten it, I oh, my plan, my birth plan was to have our first little boy in a water, you know, in, the, in a tub filled with water and lavender oil and all this beautiful music playing, you know, this, this dream I had and everything throughout my whole pregnancy went really well. And then I got hit at 38 weeks with, oh my gosh, your baby flipped. You have to have a C-section. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? Like, can you give me another option? What are ways that we can do this and not have a C-section? Can can he be flipped? Can we wait? All these questions. Actually, I found out at 37 weeks, not 38 weeks. So 37 weeks and uh, my the I was going to South Coast Midwifery at the time. They were just like, yeah, I, we can't do anything about it because it's illegal for midwives to birth a, a breech baby or, you know, be there for the labor. And so my doula, luckily, my doula Ruby Stocking, which she's an amazing friend and now doula, she gave me options when the people that I was going to weren't very proactive about this. And she was like, don't freak out. Like, I I know the specialist and he's a legend. And if he can take you, he will. So don't freak out. There are other ways to go around it. And we contacted this guy named Dr. Fishbein, Dr. Stu Fishbein. And he is one out of two people that are, that specialize in breach and twin births naturally at home. And I did not want a home birth. I was like, no, I, what if something goes wrong? What if this, what if that? I mean, there's so many thoughts. It's my first baby. I wanted to have him at a birth center, but that was just no longer the case. And I went to his office. We did an ultrasound. We made sure that, you know, Elliot was in perfect frank breech position and I had enough amniotic fluid and he was a certain size. And 
if I was even capable of being able to have a home breach birth. So we definitely like made sure everything was in line before he even took us. And he said, this is like the perfect situation and you can do this, but you have to be okay with this process. And I said, yeah, let's do it. A week later, Elliot came and I had him at home breach, no meds, no nothing. And it was wow, an experience. I wish I could go back to that day because it was so humbling and just raw. It, it was awful, but it was just, our bodies were meant to do this. And just to be able to have the option and the resources to be able to do this was something that I will never forget. And I'm I'm so thankful for that because moms don't get those options. A lot of moms don't get, you know, they're, they're, they're just told that they have to do it this way. And, you know, for pregnant moms that are out there with different types of things going on with them, like there are options. You just have to go and read and look. And if there isn't, then there isn't. But this wasn't my birth plan, but it just happened to be what it was. And Again, I was very grateful to be able to give life to a healthy breech baby at our house. Yeah. And our neighbors did not hear a thing. No way. Which I was like shocked. Yeah, that's like yelling like no other. That's totally shocking. Yeah. That's such a cool story. And I love that you're telling it here because thank you. It's just whether it comes to birth or anything else, it's so important to be your own health advocate. Yeah. If a doctor or a group of doctors tells you this is impossible for you, you have to go this one route. It's not always the case. No. And I've had a lot of those situations myself as well where someone just tells you like, this is what you have. This is the situation. So this is what the outcome is going to look like. But you can always question that. You can always get a second, a third, a fourth opinion. And your intuition knows. Yeah. What you're capable of. It to- I mean, my intuition just knew. And again, this specialist is an actual OB. He's a doctor. He just specializes in this thing right. because he's one of the very few that still uh, practices breach home birth. Well, that's a very cool story and really Thank you. inspiring to people out there who are either soon to be in that position or one day going to be in that position. Yeah. It's very very hard, but you know, I just, my advice is to not stress and to look at your, your options Mm -hmm. because there are options. Yeah. And you said that you're going to be doing another home birth. Yes. Yeah. We just found out that I have a heart shaped uterus. So this baby might be another breech baby. No way. Yeah. A heart shaped uterus. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Yeah. I like that. It's very common. So it is. I posted it on stories and people have already been commenting like, I have one too. Oh, no way. Yeah. So I love picturing the uterus as a heart. I know. But we saw it and there's definitely like a two little horns and yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But again, it's like breech birth was all I know or Mm -hmm. is all I know. So if I have another one, it's going to be like just the first time. Right. And you have My, my new normal. Yeah. It's your normal for you. And you have the doctor, you have it all in place. Yep. Doctor, That's midwife, doula, and so AJ. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of AJ, everyone wants to know, how did, how did you meet? 
We met at a local church we used to go to, and he used to sing on the uh, worship team. And I would go up to him and say, hey, I definitely initiated because I just, I thought he was different and I thought he was attractive and I just loved the way he sang and something about him that just drew me to him. And sure enough, I slid into his DMs when Facebook was a thing. I mean, I feel like it is still a thing, but I, yeah, (laughs) for some, but yeah, I, I basically told him what was good and he, we, we just, became really, really, really good friends. And then it led us to this. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's so cool. Thank and you. You said, I love you first. Yes. I told him, I love you nine months before he told me. Wow. But I, I knew, I know mm-hmm. we had, and he mm-hmm. didn't have to tell me. I'm not that girl exactly. that's like, I need you to tell me. Or like, he, we, we were never a boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. We literally... I knew where we were and I was always confident in our relationship because he made me feel secure. I mean, it was just so organic how it happened. And when he told me he loved me back, it was January 1st. I don't remember the year, but he was like, hey, I love you too. And what do you think about getting married this year? And I was like, let's do it. May, we got engaged. November, we got married. And then December of the year after, we had Ellie. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I love the way that all went down. And it is it's so story. organic. It's yeah. such a good story. I too said I love you first to Jonathan. And he was mad, actually. Like mad because <laughs> he was planning on saying it to me. And he felt like... You beat I, him to I it. beat him. Yeah. And that I was just like couldn't wait any longer, which is true. I felt it. And I remember talking to a friend of mine, Laura, and she's like, so do you love, do you love him? And similar to you guys, we had been friends for years and then we started dating. Yeah. And so it didn't take long for me to feel madly in love with him. And when you know, you know, I Mm -hmm. mean, I'm sure you have that feeling since you are engaged. Oh, when you know, you know, and he knew too, but I mean, it was scary to him. He hadn't really been in a relationship in 10 years. And so we were just like laying on the carpet in my old apartment. And I was like, I love you. I just said it really fast. And he said, what? Because he did not hear me. And you're like, I said, I love you. And he was like, he did say, I love you too. But then he was like, man, I'm so mad at you. Like I wanted to say it. And then I said it, it. just like you're saying, it doesn't matter. Like we both knew that we, we both have known that we love each other. And whether you say it first, I say it first, whatever, I'm going to love you for the rest of my life. So that's so cute. I love that. It's cool. And it's such a new normal now where women do get to speak up and share their feelings rather than just hide them and hope that they, that they get that from their man. And it's like, no, you have a voice, you know, we can speak up and say, Hey, this is what I'm feeling. And exactly. I feel like I've, I, I mean, I definitely learned that along the way. I was never a very outspoken, but with him, I just felt like I, I could talk. I could mm-hmm. say the things that I felt and it just felt again, very organic. So I said it. That's so special. 
you want to be with someone where you feel comfortable saying yeah. whatever is on your mind. Right. So that's that's a really, really good tip. And it's true. Many years ago, it was definitely like, the man makes the first move. The right. man says, I love you. It doesn't have to be that There are no anymore. rules. There but are, there are no never rules. any rules to the point where Jonathan was like, you better not propose to me because like, <laughs> I want to do that. And I'm like, don't oh, worry. Wasn't planning on that one. <laughs> but there literally aren't any rules no. when it comes to our wedding. Like we're not following any rules. I have four maids of honor. Like I just don't want to do anything normal Girl, i didn't even have any we didn't have a a like a bridal party or right anything. we we didn't you know we had just paid off our debt and going into you know married life we didn't want any debt so we didn't want to spend a lot of money on a wedding so we had a very small 45 person wedding with literally pizza popcorn from trader joe's and a salad that i had made from home it was very small and it was very special and intimate. So. That's so special. So you guys know that I'm completely, completely obsessed with Silver Fern. Everything from their probiotics to their digestive enzymes to their plant-based protein powders to everything in between. Before I keep going, I'll tell you that you can use the code BLONDE at checkout to get a big discount at silverfernbrand.com. I'm so excited because when my parents visited me a couple days ago at my water fast here in NorCal, I convinced my mom and dad to order the probiotic, the digestive enzyme, and the plant-based chocolate protein powder so that they can start making smoothies in the morning and not always turn to the heavier breakfast that they might sometimes have. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Just balance for both. Um, I'm so excited for them to try them. My dad has digestive issues, so having a probiotic and a digestive enzyme are pretty much non-negotiable for him. Um, but they're new to him because he's in his 70s. So I'm so excited or not because he's in his 70s, but he just hasn't changed his routine in a long time. So all their products are non-GMO, totally natural, free of anything artificial and they're superior quality. So what makes them really different is that their probiotics can actually survive in the gut which is very uncommon for probiotics, even some of the fancy ones out there that you will find. And if you want to learn more about why that is, then listen to episode 106 of this show with Charity Lighten, the founder and CEO of Silver Fern. Uh, She's incredible. Her story is amazing. So yes, episode 106 there. Silver Fern and I have lots of fun stuff coming up this year. So be sure to check that out when it happens. I'm so excited. So if you have any gut issues or if you're just looking for a yummy, yummy protein powder, then head to silverfernbrand.com. Use the code blonde at checkout and enjoy. Now let's head back into this episode with Jeanette. I mean, I have to tell you, like we are having a bigger wedding and I've had so many thoughts. I mean, I'm confident that like we're doing what 
we're meant to be doing. Like yeah, everything happens absolutely. for a reason. I've had so many thoughts though of how special a small wedding would be. And either had, way, it's your big day. Yeah. And you'll have, you know, a I memorable. mean, yes. And we'll have lots of like intimate time with our, with our family mm-hmm. and like our very closest friends. But we had our engagement party and it felt very large to me. And I'm like, oh, our wedding is bigger than this. Like, okay. But I love the way that you guys did it. And again, there's no rules. Like, yeah. It's no whatever rules. works for everybody, for each couple, et cetera. Yeah. I love your story. Thank you. So another question from people, what are your tips for finding your voice in the wellness world? I think not not falling for every trend or article that you read or see. I definitely see this a lot on Instagram where, you know, I know you're big on the celery juice thing. People ask me all the time, like, hey, do you drink celery juice? Should I be drinking it? And I'm like, well, I'm definitely like, I don't know your health history. I don't know if you should be taking it or not. And I just don't like to give like medical advice to anyone because I'm nobody. I do my own research for my own body and my family. And that's kind of all I've got. You know, a lot of people, you know, struggle with certain things, take antibiotics or some people don't, but like either way, I I don't know the lifestyle that they're leading and I just don't feel comfortable and nor should I giving that sort of advice. And I think nowadays a lot of like influencers or doctors and you know, they're, they're really not. I think that you need to just be doing your own research for your body and seeing what feels right trial and error. For me, it's been trial and error. Like, let me try these certain things. The one thing that I did get into was potions, herbs. I love Chinese medicine. I do. I feel like it works for my body. Acupuncture cupping has done wonders for my stress and anxiety and, you know, going to the chiropractor, getting adjusted and doing all the things that we were talking about before when I first got here. And herbs is something that, again, were, were helpful, stabilizing some of my hormones and helping me deal with anxiety after having Elliot. But again, when people ask me, is it safe for breastfeeding? Is it safe during pregnancy? Like, I mean, I've read and I've read the bad and the good and I make my own decisions based on what feels right for me. Of course, with me speaking to my midwives and, you know, my OB, he's awesome. He's very much like a midwife. So we just kind of feel it out. But I think finding your voice is literally finding yourself and where you're at in your health journey and doing you, not just following, oh, well, I heard that so-and-so is doing this and they have great skin. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it too. It's like, no, it stems from the gut, first of all, and you need to go from there. Uh, That's what I believe. Yes, for sure. That is such a good tip. And just so important for everyone listening, following people on Instagram, like nobody nobody else can really tell you if this is going to work for you or if this is going to be the best for you at this time in your life. We can just share what's working for us and hope that it lands with the people that it's meant to land with. And then everything is meant to be taken with a grain of salt. Exactly. Yeah. Something that I've been so inspired by is when you shared your eating disorder journey and recovery on Instagram. So for people who are also struggling, what would be your biggest tips for 
finding a healthy balance and recovery from an eating disorder. This is a hard one as well to talk about just because I remember being in the position where I was heavily in my disordered eating phase and wanting to try veganism because all the girls on Instagram were very skinny and looked healthy and, or other ones that were doing paleo or other ones that were just, you know, eating uh, calorie counting. So like the bodybuilders with the broccoli, the rice, chicken, Mm -hmm. like every day. And I tried everything and nothing worked. And I realized that it's not about food. It's not about what you put in your body. It was literally your mind, my mind, at least knowing and understanding why I had these thoughts of what, why am I wanting to eat? Why am I wanting to eat all day and not feel full? Why, like, what are my triggers? What is this? What is that? And going somewhere and talking out loud about it because I was so, I would hide everything to myself. I did, I, I, I wouldn't even eat with anyone because I felt embarrassed by, you know, I had to pull out my measuring cups and measure everything. And I, again, I felt embarrassed. So I wouldn't eat in front of anyone and I would just hide everything from to myself in my room. And so I knew that that was wrong and I needed to talk about it. So uh, going to like an AA meeting, but with others that just didn't know me and talk about these addictions and most of them had drug or alcohol addictions and mine was food, but they're all addiction. It's an addiction's addiction. And saying it out loud made it just more like, okay, I have a problem and I need to work on it, but it's not about, oh, I need to get on this diet to work on it. Oh, I need to get on this juice cleanse to work on it. It was literally getting my mind strong and getting my mind to a place where I was just comfortable and confident within myself and not having to do all these other things that other people were doing because social media can do that to you. It's very deteriorating to someone's mind, especially when they're struggling with addiction, with, you know, loss, with stress, anxiety, like comparison. I mean, there's so many things that social media can do that's very damaging. And, you know, especially for young girls and boys and just young minds. So to me, the first number one is mental health. That's number one. And then number two, go and talk about it. Don't hide. Uh, People struggle with shit all the time. And you're not alone. That's definitely the two biggest tips. And a lot of the times we as as humans feel alone because we can't talk about our, our feelings. We can't talk about this because society has us thinking that everything should be perfect and everyone should look a certain way or, you know, do certain things a certain way. And that's not right. Individuality is where it's at to me and helping others and not judging not coming from a place of, no, Jordan, you got to do this this way because I do it. No, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. So to me, that's, those are two number one or two things, that <laughs> two number ones. <laughs> two number ones. That sounds just like me. I'm always like, if, if given the option to choose one thing, I'll choose five. But Same. yeah, Same. those are such good tips. And your story is so inspiring. And I love that you've shared it with your community on Instagram because a lot of people don't talk about the harder stuff. And it's nice to be honest. And that's true. 
that's true community building and like what you believe in with building your brand. Just being honest and being yeah. open and you've come so far, which is really cool. Yeah. Was it hard to share that side of your life? It was because again, I, I, I don't want to sound or have the same voice as my neighbor or anyone else. Mm-hmm. And I also was kind of scared because I'm not a doctor. I This is my journey and I'm only sharing it. So when I open up about things, you know, people will ask like, hey, can I talk to you about this? And you can, but I can't give you professional help. I wish I could. I wish I was certified in all of the right. things so that I can help great. everyone. Mm-hmm. I could only, you know, be an encouragement and hope to these people because so many women and men go through this and no one wants to talk about it. Everyone wants to hide behind their screen and just make it seem like they're having a great day or have the best relationships, have the best life because you're traveling out in the world and doing this and that. And um, that's just not how how life is. Totally. There's so many struggles and that's okay. That's real life. Mm-hmm. We should We should promote that as being, you know, like the normal because it is. It is. And it's all about figuring it out and you don't have to do it alone. No, not at all. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you. And I think you give people such space to be open about what they're going through. Right. Because they're so inspired by every story is valid. Yeah, every story. And there's it's all relative is right. what I tell people because people will be like, well, compared to what you're going through with your health, it's nothing. And I'm like, no, it's all relative. Whatever and, you're yeah, going through absolutely. means so much to you. Um, absolutely. So people have so many other great questions for you. So we'll have to have you back on. But I love this one. I'm just going to pick a couple favorites. Where do you see yourself in five years? With my babies. And husband and just living life like normal people, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah. I honestly take it day by day. Love I it. I do. And I'm grateful for each day that I'm given. And I I just pray for like health and wellness and and, and us and love. Cause I didn't grow up with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think every day is such a blessing. So I don't know where I'll be in five years, but I know that I hope to be, you know content, filled with happiness with my family because that's what really matters. It is. It really is what matters. That's so beautiful. Do you have any mentors or teachers in your life who you look up to? I do. My old chiropractor, Dr. Mike, he's amazing. He's taught me so many things and that's helped me heal a lot of my gut issues and just health issues mentally, physically. He's, He's amazing. He really is. He's opened my eyes to so many things. AJ is a mentor of mine. He really is, even though he's just my, he, he's just my husband. Just your husband. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> he's an incredible human that just knows how to listen and give such good advice. And I'm just happy to have him on, on my team. Yeah, it's so special to yeah. have that. It's beautiful. If you were a color, what color do you feel best represents your energy? Blue. How come? I've always loved blue. 
the ocean, sky. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I see the sky and I see like beautiful puffy clouds and like the blue sky, I'm always like, wow, look at the sky. Doesn't it look so beautiful? And people are always like, are you high or something? Like what? Same. And Same. I'm like, no, it's just so beautiful, you know? And I've always loved the ocean. I don't know. I've just always loved blue or black, but I mean, black is like, okay, that's a little, (laughs) maybe for clothing. (laughs) Yeah. You appreciate the beauty around you. I love it. So final question for today, since this is the soul on fire podcast, what is your tip for people who are looking to set their souls on fire? To find your voice and not be afraid to speak out loud with anything that you have in mind. Beautiful. So where can people find you if they want to look into everything that is you? Well, for now, just uh, Instagram, shut the kale up. And uh, in a couple or a few months, my blog will be up and running. Shut the kale up website. Yeah, I'm very excited about that one. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Can't wait to read your blog. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me again. Of course. Yeah. It was time. It was far overdue for an update <laughs> on your life. For yeah. sure. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Jeanette. She is so amazing, so down to earth, so real, which is not something that you find in the blogging world all the time these days. I really hope you enjoyed learning more about her and learned some new things about her if you already follow her closely. If you do want to learn more about her history and how she got started blogging and all that good stuff and listen to our first episode together, which was episode 15 on my podcast two years ago. So wild. I really can't wait for you guys to listen to that one if you haven't. And if you loved this one, then you'll just get more of her backstory. So thank you also to our sponsors for today's episode. We have the amazing gem, real food, vitamin. We have Ned CBD and we have the amazing Silver Fern. So check out all the deals that you can get with those brands in the show notes. And I apologize, my voice is totally going. I'm recording this at my water fast um, because... Somehow, my other outro and my ads before I left didn't save. Something happened. So here we are. An update on my water fast. If you're interested, is that I'm on day five, feeling pretty good. I had some crazy, crazy detox happening just a couple days ago. My voice is totally going just because I don't have a ton of energy. But I am going to do a whole recap episode on this water fast that I'm doing for Lyme when I get back. I also have two blog posts on thebalancewand.com, two of the most recent blog posts talking about water fasting, why I'm doing it, why it's good for chronic illness, etc. So check those out if you'd like to learn and yeah, ask me any questions you want and I'll add them into the solo podcast that I do. Just a reminder, if you rate and review this podcast on iTunes and send me a screenshot to Jordan at thebalancedbond.com, then I will send you my Soul on Fire yoga ebook, 400 pages 
total goodness. So much fun. Just as a thank you for taking the time to rate and review the show. Um, wow. Okay. You guys know I love to talk, but I probably should stop because my voice is just not wanting to come out right now. Um, so on that note, have an amazing, fabulous Soul on Fire day. Join our Soul on Fire podcast tribe on Facebook. Thank you to Jeanette. Check her out at Shut the Kale Up. And love you guys. Mwah.